that are like, I'm trying to cycle up my workouts to my, like what phase I'm in. And I was like, what phase you're in? Like what? Yeah, there's just the one phase. There's yeah, just like, it's like period or nah, you know? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degin and Kristen Mandela. This podcast is brought to you by Viv. They're an amazing, amazing company that creates eco-conscious period products like pads made with bamboo fiber and tampons made from organic cotton. So if you are a menstruating person and you would like to support us, honestly, hell, if you're not even a menstruating person and you still want to support us and need some new period care, head to the affiliate link in our show notes or our Instagram bio. We'd love you forever. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the most appropriate sponsor ever because how stinking appropriate, how stinking appropriate because we are talking all about menstruation. And honestly, I'm going to preface this by saying a lot of people in my life that are non-menstruating people will message me being like, "Oh yeah, like sometimes I don't listen to episodes because of like X. the sub the topic of this or the topic is this." This is for everyone because we really feel like this is something that people need to be talking more about yeah. and destigmatize and make it just more common knowledge because we I think both of us grew up where if anyone mentioned periods, everyone in the room would go, "Eh, yeah." And now there's like this period renaissance going on where <laughs> it's like cool to chat about it. Thanks to all, all like companies like Viv and there's a bunch of other companies as well that are just kind of breaking all those barriers. And yeah. I, my my 13-year-old my self is just absolutely loving it. Oh, totally. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, it's so great. But let's go into it. So I want to chat because I think there is a lot of stigma still. Yeah. I think for our generation, maybe we're still kind of outgrowing it a little bit. Yeah. But like, were you actually taught things about your period? Like, were you, did you have, like, like, a period chat or anything like that? Honestly, like, I don't really remember. I know I, – I can explain, like, where I was, how I got my first – not how I oh got my, my god, first me too. period. And we got to like, jump into that too. I literally remember it so, so, so vividly. I was – I think I was, like, probably 11 or 12. I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, grade 6. And I remember – there's like in my in my parents' house. There's like the main bathroom, and then there's like my parents' bathroom. And I was in my parents. I think I was in the main bathroom because then I called my mom and I was like, "What the hell?" And my mom and my dad just happened to be out of the house that day, and I think it was just me and my brother at home. And so my parents were out of the house. So I called my mom, and I swear, like my dad answered or something, and I was like, "No, this time you need to give it to mom. Give the phone to mom." <laughs> So he's like, so then she's like, hey, what's going on? Like, I think I just got like my, I think I just got my period, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, no problem. That or I'm dying. So, so she was like, go to the washroom in my room. She's like, there's like these pads underneath. She's kind of, she's like very calm. She was like, oh my gosh, don't worry about it. Like, blah, blah, blah. This is what it, like, whatever. She's really chill. Sweet, sweet mother. Yeah, it wasn't, but I don't know if I was like taught, taught, like, anything about it like i know that there's like the four phases like there wasn't a lot of framing no it just kind of was like this is what happens to you once a month yeah right for the rest of your life and not the rest of your life but you know for a good chunk of it Mm -hmm. and that's like pretty much it 
And so right. that was pretty much all I really remember of it. And then as I've gotten older, I'm like, I've, I honestly like now that we're, when we get into it, but it's like the four phases of the period. Or yeah, there's like so much cycle, that I'm learning now. I've, I started to hear about it from like bloggers that I follow that are like, I'm trying to cycle up my workouts to my, like what phase I'm in. And I was like, what phase you're in? Like what? Yeah, there's just the one phase. Yeah, it's like it's like period or nah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Literally Dr. Lean no coming at you with period or nah, <laughs> period or nah. Um, we will also say we're recording this at the break of dawn, so both truly, of us are truly. so puffy eyed. So if you see, <laughs> well, we won't be recording our faces in this one just for the sake of the public. Absolutely, being, but... <laughs> the heck not. I'm literally taking styes out of my eyes. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Um. <laughs> As okay. for myself, I'll just touch on my kind of background with oh my it. God, yeah. I, my mom definitely didn't shy away from it, I don't think, but I definitely didn't remember a lot of conversations, but I also have a very bad memory. So mm. I will say, I don't know. My yeah. mom said that I was the kind of kid, because I, I spoke to her about this, not this specifically, but just like about me as a kid recently. And she did say that I was kind of the person that I would just like ask a specific question. And I'd be like, where do babies come from? And then my mom would like kind of give an answer and she, and I'd be like, okay. And then I'd kind of go away and do my own thing. And then I'd come back and, and I, be like, what's a penis, whatever. I don't know. It's a gross whatever. question. Yeah, like, you, you know, I would just was. ask a question and then she would answer it kind of like point by point as they were coming up, but it was never like one long sit down talk that was kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what happened with my period was something very similar where I didn't like sit down and get like this talk about menstruation, but I like asked kind of like, random sporadic questions Mm -hmm. and I got mine when I was 13 so I was in grade eight and I was at my dad's house and I remember just being oh my gosh that would have stressed oh okay (laughs) well I was happy that I got it because it was something that like I think it was the when you're in grade eight you don't want to wait until I don't know why but like I was nervous that I was going to get it in high school and that seemed really late yeah okay but I didn't want to get it too early like I don't want to be the first but I don't want to be the last you know what I mean yeah I think I might have been one of the first yeah, you see that that seems early for for what I remember my friends getting their periods, but yeah. also everybody everybody's different and like what's the difference of a few years in, in totally. the grand scheme of things? But in middle school, anything that makes you like anything different is like mortifying. Yeah. So I remember getting yeah, it and I was like relieved. But I also was like very overwhelmed at the idea of dealing with this being the only menstruating person in the house at the time you know what I mean like it was just oh, my dad that's and my what brother I, mean, that I was like I would be stressed I was like I was... I was just out of my element and then I remember I remember like I think the next time because I had really debilitating cramps like really horrifyingly yeah. bad cramps that I know my mom like talked me through using some period products and, and supported me through the door kind of thing mm-hmm. but um the first time it was just a big old wad of toilet paper <laughs> oh really eh Oh yeah, like I had no, I didn't want to tell. I was too mortified to tell my, my dad I totally or my agree. brother. But I so think I like, also oh. like when we say like that, this episode is for everyone. I think that's like kind of why because I'm like totally. You just like also you just like l- never know. You know what I mean? Like when your dad had you, it's not like he knew he would have to deal with this. 10, 12, 13, 14 years later, you know, to right. like be the one. He probably honestly thought, oh, I had a daughter. Whenever this happens, it'll be your mom's domain. But like, 
the reality is is that you were at your dad's house so like i do think that totally. guys kind of need to know about this and also oh, just like I get comfortable with it that's agree. all you need to know just get comfortable with it yeah so that like i just think anybody that doesn't experience it needs to understand that like half the population does and that making a disgusted face or making a joke in hindsight like as an adult like I don't I don't find it harmful now that I'm like comfortable with who I am and like my experiences but when I was a kid Mm -hmm. it does instill this feeling that you're icky Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I don't Mm -hmm. know a better way to say it other than like it really does make you feel kind of like I remember literally I'd bring it up and my my dad and my brother would go like they kind of like cringe a little bit yeah and I'm like wait but like it's something that I can't avoid no I have no control over and it's something that every like literally half the population yeah does more or less you know what I mean the reason that any of us are here is because women ovulate of the it like literally like is the process to like line and I mean any doctor can chime in here and be like Aline you're fucking wrong but um you know, like the women. There's so many get people. Periods. Not even just women, but yeah. I mean, yeah, people that menstruate. It's like a whole process. So, and can I just explain why we're saying people who menstruate? Yes, totally. Okay, so the reason that we're not being like women menstruate, obviously, we understand that lots yep. of women menstruate. Um, but using period inclusive language includes just saying menstruators or people that menstruate just because Mm -hmm. there are folks that don't identify as women that also menstruate like trans men that are um that still menstruate and people that are non-binary or there's just like so many intersex people that also menstruate there's so many nuances to the conversation and in our attempts to be more inclusive we just want to like also like embody those people when we speak about the language because i think language is so important just like how we're saying and by leaving people out of the conversation that menstruate we're only doing further harm to the conversation as a whole yeah I also like – I love that you said language is so important. I can go off on a whole tangent on that, but maybe we'll just have a whole episode dedicated to how freaking important language is. And so that's it's why – true. Like everyone's like, oh, everyone's so sensitive. It's like, well, no, but there's no. been huge swaths of populations left yeah. out of conversations forever. So yeah. it takes language is no energy for us to just change our, our yeah. language a little bit. But Agreed. I, I did interrupt a little bit, but I thought that, that was an important thing for no. us to touch on because I know both of us really care about that. So – I yeah, I'm glad you brought. Th- I'm happy that you brought that up because I feel like I was like anyway. Um, but I knew what you were saying. <laughs> you got what I was saying. Yeah. I know I can't remember what I was saying, but do you want to jump into? Okay, so I know we were talking about really quick how right. like so many people of the population actually menstruate and how it's like still right. kind of this right, weird right, taboo right. thing. Yes. And to be honest, I do think that if the male predominantly the male population menstruated the whole conversation yeah. would be completely different and they oh would be God, selling of it would. packs of tampons and beer um like packs of beer and shit but yeah. anyway i do think that it's something that does instill a little bit of shame into us yeah because it is seen as something that is icky even though it's something that's obviously so normal and mm-hmm. when you're so young navigating something that's perceived to be kind of gross mm-hmm. it does make you feel like you like you have to be very secretive like the hiding the tampon in your sleeve oh my or the God. pad underneath your shirt and all these things we were very young people navigating something that is quite adult because it does mean that your reproductive system is kind of gearing up yeah. to work and it's quite an isolating experience when you can't also talk to your other peers without it being gross you know what's you know really what I'm funny like i never really talked to a lot of my other friends that i knew were menstruating about it i was handling it almost exclusively on my own 
And for what fucking reason? I don't Literally. know if I I don't know if I did. I feel like I'm sure I did. Later in I life, mean, in high school, you kind of like, have a camaraderie about it. But I think when I was going through it in middle school, I don't remember talking to my other friends about I it. I can't remember. I'm I'm sure I did for some reason. But okay. it's so funny that you bring up the like hiding the tampon and hiding blah, blah, blah. More recently, I mean, last like year, at the end of last year, I worked at a company that was all male. Like mm-hmm. it was a seven-person company, six guys, and me. And so we didn't have a washroom in the office. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had to like get out and like kind of walk through the building. And so the days that I was on my period, I did find I was like having to either like before I left for work, I would put – a like you had to use a key card to get into the washroom and kind of whatever yeah. anyway. So I had to take my wallet anyway to go mm. thing to the washroom. So I remember before I would leave for work, I'd make sure that I had a, a pad in your wallet. I actually even hesitated just saying pad. That was actually me being like, oh, <sighs> shit, I guess I'm going to say that I use pad. Like how fucked up is that? But I would put a pad that into really my funny. wallet. Yeah, Jesus, mm-hmm. I'm like almost 31. I would put a pad into my wallet and then I would like obviously go come back. And when I was putting my wallet back into my bag, I would like stealthily – put another pad in there for the next time I went so that okay. it wasn't like a it wasn't a scene because I'm like I am not gonna show a whole office of guys that like I'm on my period. It just was like too much whatever. But yeah, like it's that's still a thing that I find like it I obviously d- still affects your actions. I mean yeah like look I like literally stumbled on the word pad because I was gonna be like oh my god So you're a pad I'm, girl. I am mostly, I mean, we, I have been like, okay, this is also You've what been I dabbling. Want. I've been dabbling. I mean, I wear tampons when I'm like on vacations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm just like going swimming in the city. But that's like a much, much newer um, experience for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before when I was younger, I would just wear a pad. And if I was on my period, I would not go swimming or wear a right. like whatever. Like, like it affected – yeah, it limited yeah. your ability to do things because of yeah. your choice. I actually right. remember like one of my best friends teaching me how to put a tampon in. Like I, I just think it's like so many of these moments are so ingrained in my brain of so like funny. she had an older sister and we were at her place and she has a pool. So she was like, do you just want to use a tampon? And I was like, uh, I guess. And it's so mm. weird because her boyfriend at the time was there as well. And so she was like outside of the bathroom door, like literally coaching me through putting a tampon in yeah and then i remember walking out and i was like oh okay let's do this now we can go but i was like 17 or 18 or something like that oh wow i thought of you as like little little but no 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 like 17 18 i would only ever use pads, and i just still feel comfortable like really only using pads but um even speaking of like it's so funny even speaking of like viv i know i messaged you chris Mm-hmm. about the cup um, yeah the menstrual cup the menstrual cup because i that's like it, it's like weird but i'm like that's exactly what i want to be using mm-hmm. um but there's like a learning curve i think of how to use it right and Definitely. so i'm like i like 
was trying to i was like literally like, is it supposed to be really uncomfortable and i was like no <laughs> no <laughs> and i was messaging you about it and just being like hey how like how is it supposed to sit what am i supposed yeah, to do yeah. like totally. what does it feel like but and i so, loved that we could do that that's what that's like, why i was like it was just it's like a very so, yeah it was nice it's so nice and i don't i i hope like the younger generation with everything being so i guess like public and like them having a more I, I want to use the word unabashed, like just like an yeah, open, 100%. like sense of everything that everything. they can have <laughs> these conversations like earlier on to, to learn how to use tampons if they want to, to learn how to use pads if they want to. Cause I always used to get the, you use pads, Ugh. even by a, women. Of course by women. Yeah. I and I'm like, I probably was one of those people to be honest. I'm sure. But I was like, well, Kind of like, honestly, what the fuck? Like, whatever makes yeah. me feel comfortable. And so totally. I, like, I stood. And also, like, you don't have to wear it. Like, the other person doesn't have to, like, you're not forcing I used to people. find, like, that's why I found myself you. even, like, um, catching myself saying it. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to get slack. I'm going to get flack for saying that I use pads. Because it's like, how do you not use tampons already? And I'm like, well, I just, I just fucking don't. Yeah. I don't unless I need to. So. Yeah, totally. Take that. Take Ladies. that and that, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I think it's one of those things that just goes back to like the stigma of it, where it's like you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. There's not really yeah. like a real comfortable way of talking about it because no matter what, it seems icky to people. Yeah. Um, but it I will does. say, yeah, like I will say though that I do, I do feel as though it's changing for the better, which is amazing. Yeah. But the one thing that I found is so normalized that I'm now learning in my adulthood is not normal at all is how severe our symptoms can be and how oh fucked up it is that we like i've tried to explain it to andres where i'm like i use the pumpkin carver like analogy like you know like those spoons that are like grapefruit spoons that have like the little yes yes like yes it's like yeah. edged like serrated spoons like it feels like i'm being hollowed out with one of those usually when i have my period mm-hmm. and i've Ever since I can remember when I was in high school, especially, I had really terrible cramps and I'd o- often miss the first day of school um, because of my cramp. Like it actually like yeah. limited my ability to attend oh, school totally. for, for the first day of my period because of how terrible my symptoms were. And my, my hot water bottle was my favorite, like my was my best friend. Like my mom would be like, hot water bottle? And she would go and fill it up with like boiling hot water and I'd lay it on my uterus. Um, yeah. And it's just wild to me now having friends that are in like the naturopathic homeopathic space that are like we are not meant to have such painful periods and that it's actually a symptom of hormone imbalances and kind of imbalances in our lifestyle and our daily lives in terms of just like probably relying on foods that we're not supposed to or just like kind Mm -hmm. of being exposed to toxins that we're not normally supposed to etc that make our bodies kind of misaligned and it's a symptom it's a byproduct of that and i had no fucking idea idea. until i stopped drinking i went 60 days sober at the the fall of last year yeah and i had two zero pain periods are you in any kind of birth control i have a i have a copper iud okay which usually makes period symptoms worse for some people and for me, it didn't affect really my period or my cramps more or less than being on the pill. I was mm-hmm. just happy to not be on the pill anymore for me because um, I was just trying to avoid um, the artificial hormones in it because mm-hmm. I have some female 
predominantly cancers in my, you know what I mean? Like some estrogen based cancers in my family. Um, so I had two periods and it was the most non, like I couldn't, I honestly couldn't fucking believe it. Aline. I was at the restaurant and I just went to go pee and I was like, Oh, I guess I'm on my period. I went onto my flow app. No, not a sponsor, but I do use an app to track my periods cause I don't have a birth control pill. Yeah. And I was exactly to the day on time. I had no cramps, a few like tenses, you know what I mean? Like a yeah, little yeah. bit of that's, movement because obviously like it's shedding, yeah. aligning. And I didn't break out. I didn't feel bloated. I was like, huh. that was one of the reasons that I realized that long term, I don't think I'm going to go back to drinking heavily or drinking often again because I just finished another 60 days sober going up to my 30th birthday. And I had the exact same thing. Really on time. Super. So nice non-painful periods and i just couldn't fucking believe it i know like, truly because i was one of no, those people that, like it really it completely throws off yeah. my day yeah me too and now that i've been i don't know why because i've i've had bad periods before i started drinking so i'm not sure what it was back then but for whatever reason drinking seems to cause some sort of inflammation in my body that mm-hmm. when removed completely minimizes my discomfort when i'm menstruating and it's truly yeah fucking life-changing i'm gonna be honest with you it's it's kind of insane because i have really i had really really bad periods growing up too and Mm -hmm. i am on birth control i have been since i was 23 so like seven eight years i really want to get off it actually but it's a whole other conversation um talk about iud's off the pod if you want yeah but i went on it not for for no reason other than my bad period cramps because i've had them for years like I've had to leave classes in university. Mm-hmm. I feel really faint. I get extremely tired. Even still now, I just get really tired on the first like couple days of my period. Like For I sure. phys- I cannot open my eyes. I am mm-hmm. exhausted even if I've gotten like 10 hours of sleep. Right. I'm just so tired. And so I remember going to my doctor and every time I'd say like I have bad periods, I have bad cramps. And it's really only like the first like day or two like i think there's maybe like three days out of the month that i am that the the cramps and whatever's are bad yeah i have like a anyway i have like a heavier period but like that never bothered me right it's more of just like the side effects yeah it's like the cramps all of it yeah and so there was one night that this was after university that i couldn't i could not sleep I thought it, it felt like honestly what I envisioned giving birth to feel like. It was such excruciating oh, pain. Jesus Christ. I was curled up in a ball in my bed for oh, eight wow. hours. I was in such pain. Oh, I called my doctor literally insane. the next day and I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I I need something. And mm-hmm. for years he had been saying like, why don't you just go on birth control? Why don't you just go on birth control? It'll like ease it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't want to go on birth control thing. for this. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. And so finally, after that night, I was like, give me the birth control. I cannot, I can't go through that again. It was so, so painful. And so I've been on it for years and that even took like a few, I know everybody that goes on birth control tends to like, they try different ones out to see Mm -hmm. which one like matches with their body the best. Right. And so once I found it, I was like, okay, this is great. But honestly, now that I want to go off birth control, I'm nervous of what my periods are going to be like that's part of the reason that i'm so hesitant about going off but i'm like i'm just scared of like am i gonna 
go back to that? Or like, are my periods going to come back the same? Right. And these are all things that I have no idea about. And I feel like I should. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It feels like we navigate a lot of these conversations and these issues like by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard when it truly does like it bleeds literally metaphorically into other areas of our life. You know what I mean? And (laughs) just the biggest yawn into the microphone. The biggest yawn. Sorry about that, Chloe. And sorry Uh, about that, everybody. I'm going to try really hard not to be one of those mirrors and mirror your yawn (laughs) is in the back of my throat um but i do think that that's one of the reasons that we wanted to have this conversation is that so people don't feel alone in making these 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 decisions and having these conversations because i do feel like a i think it's very strange that putting you on something as serious as the pill form of birth control is just seen as very par for the course. I was put on hormonal birth control at 16 years old. I was on it until I was 25, 26, 25. Mm. And so like a decade of taking the birth control pill ever since I was 16. And I literally read an article. I know this is off topic with what you were saying, but I read an article about how it affects your hormones in such a way where it actually can affect who you are attracted to. Not to put your boyfriend on blast because but i was dating do somebody i who even like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but i was having doubts in our relationship at the time and i huh. literally did it almost in a way to push the needle one way or the other you know what i mean like i was like i need to get off birth control i want to get off of it for health reasons anyway but also i'm wondering if it's going to swing the vote you know what i mean and it did because it definitely – I don't know if it did or not or if it, it was did. just me it finally. Yeah, I mean, just, that was the time that you that, guys were <laughs> It's true. Like, truly. But um, huh. it is weird. Like, we literally broke up like a few months later. Yeah. But, not that long after. Yeah, truly. But it's um, it's wild that it can have that effect. And again, it was probably like a fucking Cosmo article. I have no idea how legitimate that source was. But it did make sense to me at the time that something that interrupted – your hormone or at least like gave well that's you exactly it i'm like i just would don't, affect yeah i just don't things. know and i just hated that because i remember even asking him and like not to put my doctor on, i like actually like uh, i love my doctor you do so love your much doctor. i, I don't love him that likes their doctor oh i love him i love him so much um but i remember asking him so this is i love him so much and i trust him so much because he's always just been like very open like very whatever Mm-hmm. And so, um, and he's just, just like overall a great doctor, but, um, I remember Welcome. asking him like, is there not like, can you prescribe me like T3s that I can take like yeah. three days out of the month? He's like, no, just take the birth control. It'll also, cause he's like, it'll, it'll just kind of like give you a consistent schedule, consistent period, consistent, like just all of it. And I do find it's, what it has immensely helped my period cramps but i think i've gotten migraines because of it and i think that's why that's like one of my main reasons for wanting to go off it just to see um, if your migraines go away to see if my migraines go away yeah I love yeah that. so anyway just all to say like we just honestly i feel like i just don't know that much about like how to care for it and so i think yeah and i think having being having been pushed on birth control at a very young age and again being pushed is a bit heavy i was the one that asked for it also because i wanted to have sex with my high school boyfriend but um (laughs) i i think 
for me, it drove a, a large disconnection between me and my body, yeah. coupled with the shame and the icky sounds that I got from my guy friends and from the men in my family. Mm-hmm. It was really – it did drive this wedge between me and my body in a way that mm-hmm. I didn't feel close to myself. I, I almost mm-hmm. distanced myself from my body in this weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did feel like – icky and like frustrated and you know what I mean like these like feelings that aren't of like connection and nurturing with myself yeah something that is truly incredibly natural yeah and now I have a completely different mindset when I am menstruating and it's just so much easier again I've also been doing it for 30 years so it's or not 30 years 20 like uh, close to 15 yeah yeah and it's just a lot easier for me to like care for myself and be compassionate with myself in a way that I wish I was able to when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. But I think it's a testament to how as menstruating people were like very disconnected with that process and kind of seen as something that we have to like be very quiet about. Don't bring up. Don't – you know what I mean? Yeah. Like put your tampon up your sleeve, put your pad in your wallet, do all these things. And I want to grow up um, in a society – I've already grown up, but I want to continue perpetrating this idea that like yeah. it's completely natural and normal in whatever shape and size it comes mm-hmm. out in or whatever else is happening in your body. Yeah. But I really did find that like the the reactions of other people like did cause like Oh. Harm. You know what I totally. mean? Totally. I had mostly it was like my my dad never really had any reaction, maybe because like I I don't know, my dad never really like had a reaction, was kind of right. just like my dad's like the not my the, circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of was like, okay, sure, yeah. whatever you need. My right. brother, if especially when we were younger, and I would be on my period, I'd obviously be like curled up on the couch somewhere, mm-hmm. and I'd be very angry all the time for that like okay. solid week. Yeah, and he would go, "Are you on your period or something?" And <laughs> I swear, I would turn into a full on fire breathing dragon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, just my wings would expand and I'd be like, I'm going to burn him to the ground. Like, right. I, it used to anger me so much because right. I was like, oh, yes, I am. Yeah, like, yeah. you have like, no go idea. Fuck <laughs> it would yeah. make me so freaking mad. You know, they're my and favorite I, things ever. What? That I, that I want to do to your brother now is get those period simulators, the cramp simulators. Oh my god! We should do a video they, like, with, it, with your brother. Thing. That would be freaking <laughs> hilarious. But I also find also like it's one of those things because I was so um, like secretive about it mm-hmm. that when I'd be in relationships, I found it was like, okay, fuck, I'm on my period. Like I need to kind of like keep it a little, a little secret. Like I right. just like you didn't want I'd them to like, know that you were menstruating. Yeah, not even that. I would just kind of be like, I wouldn't say it until it was like a definite had to be said. Like, I see. for example, like if we were making want, moves, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm on my period, and I'd be like, oh, I feel, and I, I found when I was a but little that, bit younger, is that because you I'd thought it'd feel, be perceived as being unattractive? I, I would feel bad because I'm like, oh, we can't, you know, do the oh, stuff poor guy. because Aww. yes, how messed up is that? And I'm like, yeah, and now I'm like, fuck you, get me my chocolate almonds, bitch, and get me my hot water bottle, bitch. Yeah. Pour <laughs> you me know? Some tea. And now tea. I've like obviously told my boyfriend, I'm like, listen, one week a month, all I need you to do is get me chocolate almonds and just be I like extra nice to me. 
And if I do, you I feel get like mad. you get you still get like very angry. Like you have like I get uh, really really irritable. Like mm. maybe the day before and the day. I think like maybe like a couple days before. For some reason, as soon as I get my period, I'm like, ah, okay, great. I understand yeah. why I've been crazy. A but like the day before, I feel like I've even had this with you where like you'll text me and I'm like, what you have, the yeah. fuck? And then I'll go like, yeah, sorry, girl. I was on my period and it's just like really <laughs> annoying. It just the little. You literally were like that whole entire conversation drove me crazy. I just needed to take a second. I'm like, okay, all good. Just let me know. <laughs> And it can be. It was like asking you to send me something, and you're like, <laughs> "Yep, uh huh, yeah, I'll fucking do it." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna give you a sec because it seems like it's you are very irate right phone. now." <laughs> yeah, totally. but it's true. Like, I get really, really, really freaking an- annoyed at everything and everyone the so day funny. before. I think it is, and like a co- maybe like a couple days before the day of. I'm just kind of tired and groggy, so like it doesn't right. really whatever. But I get really stinking mad usually for no apparent reason none none whatsoever actually that is Not- so funny to me i do yeah. remember that exact conversation actually. <laughs> i'm like yeah no problem sweetie just get back to me whenever no problem. yeah just you shove love. your face of chocolate almonds and you'll be okay yeah just go take a deep breath <laughs> do you get anything like that like do you get angry or um, like annoyed i don't know we'll have to bring mans on the pod to see how he feels it is i would say i do feel a little bit more like tense energy like i feel a little bit more i i guess irritable would be a good word i don't feel like my symptoms now are like i think they're like the least they've ever been i think i have goldfish memory where like now i can't remember yeah yeah, yeah. what it was i'm sure like my brother when we were growing up would definitely say that i had very severe symptoms but he's also very dramatic so who's really to say Mm -hmm. i would um yeah, I definitely think that it's mostly witnessing like my body change. Mm. Like I notice that I get like a little bit more bloated, kind of yeah. rounder, softer on the edges yeah. in the week leading up. Yeah, and then totally. I s- kind of feel a little bit more myself throughout my period, and then afterwards, it's always so funny because um, we make the joke that I'm always like about to have my period because my period's kind of not always super regular like especially uh-huh. when i was like drinking and stuff um so i'd be like oh i think i'm in my period and he's like okay well you're kind of always about to get your period so it's like <laughs> and i'd never really know because i wasn't like in touch with my body and now i'm like trying to gain that back where i like yeah i'm more observant of like my body's changes and my personality changes i guess you know what i mean yeah totally. but i don't think it seems especially now with me not drinking and my period mm-hmm. kind of feeling a lot more balanced i don't feel like I have super noticeable symptoms right now, but I'm sure that wasn't always the case. Totally. I even saw this video of a guy and he was kind of – I guess he was maybe talking to his girlfriend. It was like a TikTok and it was – she was basically explaining like, okay, yeah, like I have my period, but then the week after I'm like this. And then it's like the week after I'm like this and then the week before my period I get kind of like really hungry and like I'm like – my body's like almost like prepping to have its period. So it's like I get either really hungry or like literally like this, blah, blah, blah. He's mm-hmm. like – Sorry, so you guys only have like one week out of the month where you're <laughs> where just you like great. good. And she's like, <laughs> Truly. yeah. And he's Ovulation. like, what? And also what really pisses me off, and I didn't <laughs> yeah. get into this. I know I'm like pointing my finger like I'm really yeah. mad. Um, is that we're taxed on period products. I know. Pink tax, baby. It's bullshit. I it, like and when you it know, clicked. And you know for a fact that if penis havers menstruated. 
there would be a zero fucking percent chance. It would be free everywhere. You know it. It just like, it if really boggles my mind. Like, oh my God, you'd know. You'd know that it would be for free. How messed up is that? I know. It really bothered me when I realized. Dude. That's why I, I love, the, uh, that's why I love menstru- uh, the menstrual cup so much because it literally cuts totally my my expenses completely. Like I literally just use that and then I use like liner sometimes. It's. I mean, yeah. And even just thinking about like my birth control that I use to under, manage right. my cramps. That's like totally. every three months I have to pay a fee for it. Right. And I'm just... It's expensive to be a menstruator. It's expensive to be a woman. It's expensive to be a lot of things. And it's wild. Because even like the pink tax being that like if you have like a Gillette razor that's being marketed to women or like feminine people. And then a Gillette razor for men. They'll have the exact same technology, but one will be pink and it'll be like $4 more. Oh my God, this drives me insane. And that's a whole different conversation. It is a whole different story, but it is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, I mean, we're not experts in this field to be like, these are your four phases of the period, even no. though not- We did just lie, learn them though. We totally did just learn them. Menstrual. Um, but- right? uh, Menstrual, follicular. Follicular. Ovulation, ovulation. Luteal. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Luteal's PMS. Um, but what, yeah, sorry, you continue. No, I was just going to say that like we're not experts in this. We're honestly just mostly opening up the conversation because we're like it on it really, really clicked when last week I had my period at your birthday and last week I messaged to message Kristen and I'm like, I'm 30 years old and like I have never really like messaged a friend to be like, hey, how do I input this in other than that one tampon experience? Yeah, totally. You know, but like I've never had to do that and I was like. This is – and I, I even hesitated messaging you about it because I was like, oh, this is like kind of weird, but I'm like, whatever. I'm glad that you did. I hope it was helpful. I honestly had no It was. Yeah, it was yeah. Helpful. It totally was. But it's just kind of like if we feel this way at the age of like 30 – 30, both of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we feel that way, like I'm certain that there's other people, even if it's just mm. one other person that feels kind 100%. of like, uh, I don't know. We're We're you- with you. Yeah, 100%. And I think the entire purpose of this episode is really just to stoke the curiosity back into mm-hmm. discovering yourself, being kind of like an observer of yourself mm-hmm. throughout these changes that happen to your body. Yeah. And also just to like instill a sense of comfort, knowing that like there are so many people that go through a similar thing. And that there should be like absolutely zero shame attached to it at all and that you should be open and comfortable if you want to be to talk about it and to reach out to others just like Al did to me last week mm-hmm. and that there is no shame in having something happen to your body that is completely natural. Um, None whatsoever. Or even if you don't end up menstruating but you feel like you should or whatever the fuck, I don't know, just to be curious yeah. and um, compassionate with yourself and your body because I think the last thing that any of us need is to feel like deep shame regarding things that mm-hmm. happen to our bodies naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just I agree. Be, be kind to yourself, man. Just it's be kind to okay. yourself. Be kind to others. Yes. It's... Be kind to your vulva. Okay. Yeah. I remember telling one of my exes that our periods like stop in the shower and he was like, no, they don't. And I'm like, um, huh. Weird. Wait, they, how do they yeah. stop in the shower? Do they stop they in just, the shower? 
if you notice, yeah, they're like or the like in bodies of water, like in water. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. Like I see what you're saying. Like submerged in water. Yeah. yeah, if you're like submerged in water, and I was like, they just do. He's like, what? Why? That sounds ridiculous. And I was like, <laughs> uh, sounds like a good guy. <laughs> I don't really. Yeah, I know. We're obviously not together right now. <laughs> um, but I was like, no, they do. And he's like, that's like so weird. I don't understand why. And I was like, I don't know the reasons. I, they just do. I've been fucking what a funny conversation. menstruating for <laughs> 20 years at this point. Like, I'm telling you that they stop in bodies of water. Right. Do I not find him looking it up to confirm to like, try what to I just gaslight. said? <laughs> and I was like, you're actually going to Google something when I've literally been experiencing it? I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna scream. <laughs> That's so funny. And re- honestly, that conversation in itself is the most hilarious thing <laughs> isn't that crazy it was just That's i didn't really even jokes. know how we got how on does the topic. That even bring that up <laughs> i don't even remember how we got on the topic but i was like yeah like periods kind of like stop in bodies of water and he was like oh the it does this because i'm like i don't give a fuck why i told <laughs> you, you believe that me they do. <laughs> that's funny so just listen so anyway Ugh. anyway that was our episode for today guys that, oh goodness gracious i hope you effect. like our delusion yeah 100 and Again, just if you don't menstruate, change your tone of conversation when you're talking to people that do menstruate and be kind and supportive. Because it's hard out here. Agreed. Okay, non-menstruators, like, geez, Louise, like, let's get a little back rub or something going. Seriously. Nice. Um, But yeah, and again, thanks to Viv. We really appreciate how they talk about menstruation. We really love their approach with their products. I think it's so important. There's so much waste that goes into traditional period products. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they do stuff that are like compostable and biodegradable and made out of organic cotton, it's just super important because I think we don't realize that like there is bleach in the cotton that's used in traditional tampons and all these harmful things. So it's just really awesome what they're doing. And that's why we thought it was such a na- like a natural partnership for us. Mm-hmm. So not to give them like a two ad read thing, but we do really like what they're doing. So yeah, totally. No, we're so happy. Like we're, I'm, I'm so proud to be like, you know, sponsored Working or like have a partnership yeah, yeah. with them. Um, because I think that they're doing really, really great things. Agreed. Agreed. Also, they're just cool people. <laughs> yeah, they're very cool people. Very, very cool people. <laughs> they are very cool people. All right, menstruators and All non-menstruators right. alike. Um, also, Love my you. voice sounds a little craggly. I should have said that at the start, but I lost my voice on my birthday because I had the best night of my life. So that's it's why very, I sound a little... A little... It's very, uh, it's very sexy. Very yeah. sexy. <laughs> and you just like tipped your hat too. In a I did just way. tip my hat. <laughs> Peaky fucking blinders. Um... Okay, let's wrap it up, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's the cue. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you and see you on Thursday. Bye.